India-based Balkrishna Doshi will be awarded the RIBA Royal Gold Medal for Architecture in April. He's been celebrated for combining pioneering modernism with vernacular, informed by a deep appreciation of the traditions of India's architecture, climate and local craft. He gave Reba J. Meets a rare insight into how his studio and home in Ahmedabad taught him the importance of sound and silence to design, about flexibility of space and rejoicing and about putting people first. Due to sound quality, he re-voiced his answers with his granddaughter, Kushnuhuf. Listen on to hear about streets and bazaars, traffic in elephants and working with Le Corbusier. This is Reba J Meets. Welcome, Bal Krishna Doshi. Uh, 2022 RIBA Royal Gold Medalist. So tell me about your studio. Yeah, I started my office in the old city of Ahmedabad, founded in 1411. It was right in the center, surrounded by a lot of narrow streets. It was right in the heart, crowded with people and shopping. Everything was mixed. Bicycles, scooters, elephants, camels, etc. On the other hand, I was living in a very quiet place, almost on the outskirts of the city. And there, it was very quiet and nice as against the dense area of the old city. The only difference was, at the time, there were no cars. There were also camels. Sometimes elephants would go through and lot of people walking. While working in the studio on the drawing board, I was constantly surrounded by crowd, sound, but it was also thinking about something else. I was searching for silence. So really the backdrop of my workplace was very good because there was a great contrast between where I lived and where I worked lot of human qualities in the space, crowded, but beautiful old space. Social, cultural, emotional values were there because they came over time. And then you look outside of the window and then I would go home on a bicycle and look at for quietness. So tell me a bit about your studio. You have staff there and you set it up in the 80s, I believe. So how was it when you started? Well, when I bought the land and where I have my studio today, it's an agricultural land, about 300, 3000 square meters. 
lot of mango trees. And so I said, maybe this is the place where I can create my dream and work, create a non-building, a, a place where people could come and experience the silence and then they should get lost. I was also questioning identity of what is a place at that time. Should it look like an office or should it be very natural along with nature and a workplace where you can enjoy, including music? While designing Sangat, I was constantly searching for ways to modulate light, create warmth, comfort and moods through manipulation of spaces, structure and light. Also the scales and movements I was questioning. I was asking myself some very fundamental questions. How do you feel the natural light? What makes you feel comfortable? How can you sense rain, heat from the inside of the space? And those questions for me were important. Also, that was the time I was working on economical housing low-cost housing for the slums. I was really possessed to build minimum resources, economical materials, local craft, and create climatically sound building. So I went through various construction sites and factory outlets and got discarded stones, broken tiles, and made the landscape flooring and the china mosaic on the vault. The vault at Sangat was insulated with ceramic fuses for the air trapped inside. And that is how it became climatically controlled. So for me, it was an experiment. But today, over four decades, I feel it has worked out well. Do you think you have taken many of those elements into other buildings? Have you been able to? Yes, but they were not too much, just fragments. Others were maybe a climate study, maybe window studies, maybe the approach to landscape. So, huh. so tell me about the influence of Le Corbusier. Mm. You worked with him in Paris and later in India. How mm. important was that to what you did later? Very, very important because Le Corbusier's studio was the first floor of an old aisle adjoining the chapel. 
in the old city of Paris. So that was one of the studio spaces at my studio at Sangat. On the other hand, is not the same, but it is about 100 feet long, 12 feet wide, with natural light. And so you feel that you are in an atelier. And I took this from him. Also, I clearly remember my first day at 35 Rue de Sèvres, when I entered Monsieur Le Corbusier's office with a suitcase on my head. There was a... I crossed the street without knowing, and the horns, honking horns, everybody braked, and I was just saved. It was a frightening moment because I was carrying the suitcase on my head. So looking back at my time at Atelier, I almost thought that it was my second birth. Suddenly entering the studio, working there for a while, I was learning the true meaning of architecture. So even today, every day, I try to reinvent myself and look at everything as if for the first time. I always ask my students, to narrate and recollect the memories and impressions that way to the studio. In doing so, they begin to describe the city of Ahmedabad with the small lanes and galleries and traffic jams and a temple in between hearing the bells, vendors, cars, cows, and the building around. And these recollections, they realize that there is diversity, there is choices, and configurations of experiences. This leads to a conversation about what is the nature of space? Is it the nature of activities? What is the, what should be the nature of office? You've worked on some projects over a long period of time, 1966 to 2012, on the Center of Environmental Planning and Technology in Ahmedabad. Do you bring those, do you bring those life lessons? Okay to that. Okay. <clears throat> Evolution and growth with time is very important to me and my practice. 
द स्कूल ऑफ आर्किटेक्चर वॉज फाउंडेड बाई बी इन नाइनटीन सिक्सटी सिक्स टूडे इट इज दिल्ट ऑन द ब्रिक I could have selected a regular land, <coughs> but I like challenges. The thought that constantly kept coming to my mind was, the designing of areas. Why should an educational campus only be a learning place? Why not? create something to rejoice to remind or to reflect what would you consider to be your big success of course aranya housing it was proposed primarily for a section of society that included the so called economically weaker section and the slums the street dwellers from the city of indore it is fully heartwarming to see how they have furnished over the years some have built three floors some have sublet the place and all these kinds have success stories because to sanitation and education they no longer belong to the economically weaker section we as architects often build houses but we never think that they will be used in innumerable ways unexpectedly here is aranya one can see and learn how families grow how houses grow how friends grow how communications grow that learning is the success of aranya so what has been the biggest obstacle in your career sometimes things take time couple of months and also our views as architects we say i have made a nice veranda but somebody has encroached it we think encroaching deviating and not contact but when you are living you have celebrated life and you forget the original purpose for what it was important the most interesting project i did was lic housing low income group housing despite opposition by my clients at the life insurance corporation the ground floor has against their desire the ground floor has 1000 square feet for some senior officer upper floor less 450 and top only 70 square meters so all these things so i also left margins for terraces 
open for future expansion so that the residents who are on the first and second floor can add another room on the terrace. And today, it's a great success, even after four decades. I think this happened because I don't look at the as architecture. I didn't see it as building for me. It was a, to provide spaces for people and rejoice. The purpose of my learning and teaching and everything is people-oriented, society-oriented and culture-oriented. Thank you, Balkrishna Doshi. We've learned a lot from you. And congratulations again on winning the RIBA Royal Gold Medal 2022. Well, first of all, I am deeply honored and surprised with the award. And I thank you for this interview that you are doing. And it's so graceful of you to spend time with me and give me the chance to uh, tell you something that I cherish most. <laughs>